Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our Great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way at Churn. I'm sorry, at Strange. Well, if you could start your day with ice cream, I mean, I would. I would not be against it. But started at Strange Brew Coffee House. Head to the drive-through here in Starkville or the uh, the. I'm losing my mind here. My, the the over at Brupolo and Tupelo It'd be kind of weird if you know Brupolo was in our you know in what Flowood, Brewwood, Flow Brew. I don't know. Feels like flow works for like coffee, but you know, I don't, I'm just, we'll just leave it in Tupelo. So, wherever you live, Flowwood, Starville, or all points in between, you can hit grab Strange Brew Coffee House anytime you want. Just have it shipped to you. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com, whatever kind of coffee machines on your counter, we've got a Strange Brew Coffee for you. College Corner, CollegeCornerStore.com. Speaking of Flowwood, They've got the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in Central Mississippi. Be sure to go check them out. Super Bulldog Weekend's coming up. If you're heading back to campus anytime soon, you need to head to College Corner first. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. If you're heading to Starville this weekend for baseball, make sure a trip to Humble Taco is on your to-do list. Head out to the great patio there. Grab one of their awesome handcrafted margaritas. Grab some chips and salsa. And then, bam, you're going to eat some tacos like you've never had before because it's different. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's unlike any other experience you'll have in dining, not just here in Starville, but in the whole state of Mississippi. Check them out next time you're in town. That's Humble Taco on University Drive. Looking for a quick and easy idea for lunch and also a really good one? Firehouse Subs is the way to go. Download the Firehouse Subs app today. It's free. And not only do they set you up with an easy uh, way to pick up lunch, they set you up with reward points that pile up faster than just about anybody else's app. Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Tupelo and Columbus, Floyd and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Well, over the weekend, Robbie Falk, big weekend for Mississippi State. Yes, it is. You're looking for some analysis? He's not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. <laughs> we'll talk baseball in the second half of the show, but we did start spring football today. Mike Leach in town. He was here. Yeah. I've talked with the media uh, after state's first spring practice. So we're going to go ahead and jump to a bunch of conclusions. We're going to go ahead and tell you everything you need to know, and you can just go ahead and lock it in. What we say is that's what's going to happen come uh, come uh, September and October. Obviously, you know, first day, they're trying to I mean, somebody asked about the kicking pool. He said improvement. So that's good. I feel like that's good to see. Um, they asked Massimo. Massimo Biscardi. And then um, I can't remember the other kid's name. I'm sorry. The kid from uh, like Northern Colorado or something. The yeah. lefty. Yeah. Is he's more, I think he's more for the punting job though. And the place. No, he, kick, he was, he was, uh, he was kicking field goals more than Massimo was. 
Well, that's surprising. Okay, then. Uh, we promise before the, start, the season starts, we will learn the name of the second string kicker. We will Wait, I don't on. have a I don't have a um, a roster, so yeah. we will we will put that on our to do list. Um, asked about Percy Lewis. Said, you know, I asked about Percy Lewis. Very good, good question. Said he's lost a lot of weight, which is a good thing. He was sitting at what three sixty five, three seventy uh, when he signed with Mississippi State. Still getting the scheme. That's good. That's good there. Albert Reese. I like seeing that. You know. I'm I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a, a. I will make an early season prediction, early spring prediction. That guy's a star. I think he's gonna be a big time player for Mississippi State. He's got the frame. He's got the size. I think I think he's gonna have the footwork. I feel really confident that Alvarez will be starting for Mississippi State at one tackle spot this fall. Yeah, that's not. I mean, you're not going out on a on a huge limb. I don't think. I, I'm with you. I, I love the makeup of that kid. I think he looks as good as just about any offensive lineman on the team. And one thing Leach said in the in the press conferences we had that we had was he was actually pushing for a lot of playing time late in the season last year. Mm-hmm. And I think Leach even mentioned like he they probably should have played more than he did. Ended up playing in the bowl game, and I, if I remember right, he was at right guard. But starting right tackle on the first day of, of spring practice. I love the fact that they threw him out there at right tackle and Percy Lewis at left tackle right off the bat. Mm-hmm. There was no easing in. The The expectations for Percy Lewis from the staff has been set. They want him to be the starting left tackle. I, yes. I, very rarely have I seen Mississippi State just pencil in a guy or throw in a guy in the first spring practice uh, and there's one of those offensive line spots. I mean – I remember Charles Cross, when he came in, he was like fourth string. You know, they really slowly moved him through. Uh, Martinez Rankin, remember, Martinez Rankin and Percy Lewis are very comparable, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. As far as a highly rated JUCO guy that you expect a lot out of. Remember, he redshirted, I think, that first year. He did. I mean, and a lot of people put the bus label on because they thought, you know, JUCO All-American coming in, he should have been starting right away. The fact that he wasn't, obviously, he's not very good. He ended up being an All-SEC player. But I, I like this. First practice, the first reps of the of the first team, Percy Lewis is taking all the reps at left tackle. Love yeah. it. That that tells me that the confidence, first of all, the confidence is very high in him. Secondly, he gets it. He's he's ready to roll. And he did look significantly better than I expected him to look physically. He has been putting in a ton of work in the weight room, slimmed down a lot. He looks like a true uh, SEC offensive lineman. So those are your two tackles. I think the the interior is a little unsettled, but we saw Nick Jones at left guard, which I thought was interesting. I think he's a better guard. When I saw him up close the other day, and he was about the same height as Jaden Wally, I was a little concerned. But he can handle guard. He can he can be an interior guy, yeah. and he I thought he did pretty good. You know they can't we can't really tell a whole lot now just because they're not in full pads, but. Um, you know, Cole Smith is hurt right now. Not hurt, but he's rehabbing um, a little cleanup surgery. So it's really tough to know who's going to end up there. I would probably give the edge to Cole Smith when, when he's healthy. Be. But I uh, thought the first team offensive line was solid. And that's where the foundation is laid in this offense, is that offensive line. Agree 100% there. Some of Leach's other comments that, that caught my eye, obviously, he talks about wanting to – I don't I, let's see how he put it here. Try to get the receiver roster a little clearer. I mean, you got a ton of guys there. What are they? They're 12 on the roster right now. 
Uh, there's three more coming in the fall. I mean, that, that, there's not enough. I mean, I know there's a lot of balls to go around in this offense, but there's not enough. There's not enough. So they've got to start figuring out some roles there. And, and Leach sort of alludes to what he's saying when he says, let me find this quote here. We've got some reasonably good guys, but they need to, you know, he says most of the jobs at wide receiver are wide open. We know Jaden Wally is going to play. We know Austin Williams is going to play. It's really those outside slots. That's where the real competition for me is. You know, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that Wally and Williams are, are penciled in, but is it going to be Ra Ra Thomas? Is it going to be Caleb Ducking? Is it going to be Justin Robinson? Is it going to be, you know, Tulu Griffin? I don't know the answer to that. Um, I know I, I've got my money on. I, I think Rara Thomas is going to definitely get one of those spots. The other one I'm not too terribly sure about. He does say that he, that, you know, I, this is one very typical Leach quote. He's asked about asking or adding Robinson and Mosley to the wide receivers. And he says, we'll find out if they play good. It was real good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We learned a whole uh, lot there. Cutting analysis there from Mike Leach. But all in all, you know, Here's another one. I'm really, I didn't really read over these quotes. I just sort of glanced through them, and now I'm reading them. What question? What jump kind of jump do you want to see in Will? One of his strengths is he doesn't have any huge weaknesses. That's excellent. That's a great quote. Reminds me, remember when uh, Jimmy Dykes? He's talking about his strength is his strength. That, oh. That's that's very similar. It's very similar for me. Are there quotes in there about um, Vegas and the Treehouse? There are. There are the, the quotes are there, and uh, good treehouse is one after the next after the next. The conversation, I mean, when you talk to Mike Leach, you can see the disdain in his face to talk football. Yes, he does not want to talk about football. When you ask him an off the wall question, it's like the weight of the world is off of his shoulders and he can just be himself. He doesn't want to talk about this football team just wants to talk about the, uh, I don't know, the, his favorite restaurant in Vegas, uh, you know, what, what, where, where shoes are made. I, I don't know. The guy is just like the opposite of a football coach to me sometimes. I got to get him on, on my favorite Italian restaurant in Vegas. He's, 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 he's missing it. Um, is he talking about that restaurant um, and the golden nugget that Jim Ross always talks about? That Dick steakhouse? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I went to a steakhouse in New York, New York, that was really good. Gallagher's. Is it Gallagher's? Mm-hmm. That's at New York, New York. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember, but it was like it was set up like a New York establishment. It, and I just remember like the big us, meat cabinet out front where you can I, see I the steaks. Right. Yeah. I just I just remember spending at the time I spent $150, and that was the most I'd ever spent on a meal. I'm trying to remember. I couldn't even finish the steak because it was like a, a 20-something ounce uh, ribeye, and I couldn't finish it, and we took it back to the hotel, and we had no refrigerator. Oh. So, yeah. That sucks. I did – the one time I did steak, we ate it strip steak at the Mandalay Bay, which I thought was fantastic. Instead of bread, you get, they give you three kinds of French – they give you French fries with three kinds of uh, dipping sauce, Ooh. and they're duck fat fries. Oh yes, so they were great. Well, you know, we had some duck duck fat fries at um at the steakhouse we went to in Omaha. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, Joel T's birthday. That's right. That's right. Joel T got a free meal. That's right. You and I you had to pay for our meals in there in his meal. Well, it was his birthday. That's what you got to do. 
And then the second time I went to Vegas, Big Man, we did Italian at Scarpetta at the Cosmopolitan, and it's just it's fantastic. But we digress. We're sort of like Mike Leach. We like to talk about other things, too. He, the, the topic of Vegas was brought up because that's where the NFL draft is. He says he's not 100% sure if he's going to go. He says, he does, I don't really plan to attend the draft. I don't know even know when it is. We already talked about him missing the pro day. I'm a little surprised to hear he's not going to go to the draft. That feels like an, an easy opportunity to be there and talk about Mississippi State and be on camera and you know promote the program. I, I'm 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 a little surprised he's not going. I'm not. Maybe maybe surprise isn't the right word then. Disappointed. Maybe, I don't know if disappointed because I mean disappointed is 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 a pretty strong term, but it just seems like. You know, you think about past draft nights, and you know, Saban is always there for his guys, and and, and Mullen was there when Fletcher Cox was a first rounder, and you know, I'm I'm trying to remember you know, some some of the ones in the past, but I'm just I think I'm, Mullen went whenever Chris Jones was taken too. I mean, may very well have. I I, I don't I don't remember. I don't know if Saban goes every time, but he has been before, I believe. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, I'm sure it just depends, but it's just it's, it's just, not all it's not all that uncommon for for a head coach not to go to the draft. When you think about Mike Leach, though, I mean, he hasn't had a whole ton of first rounders. You think? You, I just think he, he would go. No, I, I don't think. I don't think he would go. I, I don't expect him to go. Okay, this maybe I'm again, maybe I'm using the wrong words here. I think he should go. Okay, I think he should have been at pro day. I, oh, don't, I agree with that too. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm undecided on the draft. I I just I don't think it's I don't think that he and Charles Cross have this incredible relationship that Cross even cares that he's there. To be honest with you, I I just don't I don't think that it's that as big a deal as it is the pro day as the pro day was just because the pro day was on campus mm-hmm. two days before spring practice. It just made sense for him to be there. Everyone was there, mm-hmm. but Mike Leach. I agree. I, I mean, you know, I agree with that. But this is another one for me. I just, you know, and I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, be too critical here. It's, it's not, it's not that. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like he should be there. Now, that being said, when is the draft? The twenty eighth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're done, you're done with spring practice a, at that point. Yeah, spring practice is over because he. I think he was wanting spring practice to be happening at that time. <laughs> Yeah, when that question was asked, so he could say, "Well, no, 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 we have practice. I can't go." No, they don't. Yeah, and and I thought, you know, Vegas. Mike Leach might be a Vegas guy. I'm kind of surprised that Mike Leach is not a Vegas guy. He hates casinos, apparently. So, uh, you know, I I was a little surprised by that. I would think, you know, Mike Leach strikes me as a cousin Eddie type that is going to hit up the buffet. and I, I thought one of the buffets that he was talking about was the buffet that Clark and Eddie went to where they had, like, the chicken that was, like, this yellow, creamy substance. Oh, God, yeah. I was thinking that might be, like, right down Mike Leach's alley, but um, apparently not. But he, he has been to Vegas, obviously, since he was talking about these eating establishments. But that, that was a place where I thought, Vegas, this is an easy opportunity for Mike Leach to go stay at the Bellagio I figured and at the same time, just, walk across the street and go see Charles Cross get drafted. I, I mean, I thought he'd be like, you know, tell us about the science and the of craps. You know, like, a, you know, oh, we want to make sure you bet the what? Oh, my bad. Craps. There's a okay. plural. Plural. 
Sorry about that. Don't ever play roulette. Worst odds in the casino. Uh, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I, again, it's not, it's not that I'm surprised that Mike Leach is doing kooky things. I'm just surprised that head coach doesn't want to go see his guy get drafted. I mean, say what we want. I mean, I know that he didn't recruit him, but he's been his head coach for two years, and every game that Charles Cross started, Mike Leach was the head coach. So, I mean, they have to have some kind of relationship. You would think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you would think would make sense of Mike Leach that just they just don't. It's just unexplainable. And this is Mike Leach, and there's nothing that we can do to explain it away. Mm-hmm. Sawyer Robinson, backup quarterback. He was asked about Will Rogers, but said Sawyer looked good, comfortable, really good for a debut, is what he said. Still, nothing there. Don't don't. Don't if if I'm gonna if MSU fans are gonna read into any one quote, that's gonna be the one, right? Yeah, I you know I've been talking about this quarterback situation for the last couple of months or however long we've been talking about spring football, and that you needed Sawyer Robertson to be this solidified number two guy coming in the spring. That's that's a good sign for me. Because I want Sawyer Robertson to push Will Rogers. I want I don't want there to be the, you know, I think it's better for Mississippi State if if Sawyer Robertson is pushing their number one guy. You don't want it to be the unquestioned Will Rogers, the unquestioned guy, and there's no way anybody's going to pass him. You want you want your guy that you sign that you feel really good about the future quarterback of Mississippi State to be pushing the starter as a redshirt freshman. And I think this is a good sign. He's pushed past. Um, why have I all of a sudden forgotten the quarterback's name? The uh, the 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 walk on Chance Leverage. Sorry, I'm going to make you think of it here. He's he's pushed he's pushed past him and is now the number two guy. And he was taking all the number two reps. I think that's a good sign. And we'll see how far he can make it in this spring and if he can catch up to Will Rogers a little bit because that's a guy you want to stick around. And I don't I don't think both of those guys are going to be on this roster next year. I just – that's my uh, my prediction. I think somebody is going to leave, and we'll see who it is. I agree. I agree. Day one in the books, uh, practice Saturday morning, uh, and then uh, assistant coaches will be available. So we'll get to hear Zach Arnett, and we'll get to hear how absolutely terrible this defense is going to be this year. Can't wait. Can't wait. Zach Arnett, Zach Arnett shaved his uh, goatee. He's, he's clean-shaven. He's baby-faced. What? Yeah. He must have shaved it between pro day and uh, first practice. When I saw him on the pro day, he had had the goatee. He is baby-faced. But he's not a baby-faced. He is full. The baby-faced assassin. Yeah, something like that. So So we'll have uh, some more football talk. Uh, We'll see what the the assistant coach looks like. So we'll definitely want to talk to uh, to Arnett, to Steve Spurrier, uh, and, and those guys, see what they're seeing after a couple of days' worth of practice. Let's move on over to baseball. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, throw some steaks on the grill, some burgers. Or, hey, I'll tell you what. Today, on uh, if, you, if you're a fan of uh, good old Malcolm Reed, and I know we, most of us are, his video today was a tri-tip, but he smoked it like a brisket. Normally, a tri-tip, you cook like a steak, Robbie. You cook it to, like medium rare, and it's, it's nice and pink in the middle. This one, he took it all the way up to a brisket and smoked it for about three and a half hours. That thing was looking unbelievable. 
So that might be another. So uh, that's going to be your weekend project. Well, I got it. We got baseball this weekend. This is not a next weekend's my cooking weekend when you're at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'll have to go get a steak from somewhere in Dallas. When are you leaving, by the way? We need to clear that up now. Uh, Thursday night. All right. So we'll do, uh, so we'll, we'll be good for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, we'll, we'll be do good. a full Arkansas preview slash WrestleMania preview for that. That's right. And it, and we'll, we'll, we'll be able to tell people. If we'll you tell people. Like, we're up, telling so you now. We're telling don't you now. Freak out. Don't freak Come. out, people. They act like it's the end of the world. End of the world. When we It'll talk about right. wrestling. All right. Anyway, beef sweats for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Get a tri tip. Do it. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the Hardin Cotton District. If you're coming to Starkville this weekend, I know you're coming to Two Brothers. I just know it because it's the place to go. Great food, great atmosphere, and great location right there on University Drive in the heart of everything going on in Starkville. Head over there this weekend. Grab some smoked wings. Grab a couple of beers, you know, if that's what you're into. Grab some food. Grab a good time when you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. They make it really easy at Advantage Business Systems. It can't get any easier than great products and great service. And I know that's what everybody promises you, but not everybody delivers the way they do at Advantage Business Systems. Nobody has the selection of everything your business needs the way Advantage Business Systems does. And I know for a fact that when it comes to service, nobody is beating the local business. These big box stores, they're not giving you a local number. You're not talking to somebody just down the road. They're not talking to somebody who's going to help you out and be there in a day or two. You're talking to somebody who's going to be seven to 10 days because they're not in Mississippi. They're not, I mean, not even be in the United States of America. God knows where they are. Deal with your local businesses. They want to help you. They're a Mississippi business just like you are. The number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Alabama. This is a, season, a series that Mississippi State has dominated in years past, for the most part. They've been able to, to have the, uh, the upper hand on the Crimson Tide, um, and, they, and they need to keep it that way. Bama 13-9 and nine on the season, also 1-2 and two in SEC play. Same situation as Mississippi State uh, took the Sunday game from Florida last weekend, but that series was at home. It was in Tuscaloosa, so they dropped two games at home. Not a great start to the year for them. Really solid baseball team, though. Brad Bohannon is – it's a process there at Alabama. You know, they, they just, they're just starting to try to get things together. They'd be a whole lot better if Connor Prelip could ever be healthy. But unfortunately for not only for Alabama, but for all of college baseball, one of the top pitchers in the game, it just, he, just can't, he just can't keep it together. And hopefully, you know, won't, won't affect his – yeah, I think he's going to be a good pro. We'll, we'll see. But this is a team that hits pretty well. They're hitting 296 as a team. They pitch it okay, 378 earn run average. Um Leading hit on the team is Tommy Seidel, 377. Zane Ditton's the power man with seven home runs in the year. Owen Diodotti, who has been at Alabama, I am pretty sure, since Nick Saban arrived. That guy has been at Alabama a long, long time. He probably played with, like, Keith Holt. What is that dude's name? Keith Holt. Keith Holt. We go back further. He played with Roberto Vaz and G.W. Keller on that 97 College World Series team. He and uh... – the the guy that was on the basketball team, mm-hmm. um, what was it his name? Riley Riley Gate Riley something. Oh, Riley Norris. Riley Norris. Those two came in together as freshmen. <laughs> That's Paul Jones' favorite player. Uh, here's the rotation. It's as 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 you were for Mississippi State. Preston Johnson will go on Friday night against Garrett McMillian. McMillan. I'm sorry for Alabama. Right on right matchup. Only one left hander on the mound this weekend. That's on Sunday. Parker Stinnett against Jacob McNary. McNary's 4 0 in the season with a 3 2 6 ERA. Uh, 2 and 1 for McMillan with a 3 ERA, 3 even ERA 
Parker Sinnett, 38 strikeouts, 17 walks. Eight of those walks were last week. So he was on <laughs> nine walks last week. Kate Smith it's, gets it's the, like hit or miss, man. It really is. Kate Smith gets the start on Sunday. He's been really good this year. He's 4 0, a 2.57 ERA, 28 strikeouts, only eight walks. Grayson Hit, the lefty for Alabama, goes 1 0, the 2.33 ERA. He will go on Sunday for the Crimson Tide. I said on Sports Talk Mississippi today, obviously, you, you know, you, you got to win your series at home. But this feels like a series to me that state needs to get all three. If it be four and two, you know, next weekend it's tough going up to Arkansas. You haven't won a, a game there the last two trips up there, and you haven't won a, a game against them in their last, the last two series that you've played them. State could really go for a sweep this weekend. Do they have the ability to do that, Robbie? They do have the ability to do that. Um, I, I never, I never like to predict a sweep just because baseball is just so unpredictable. But that would be tremendous. I mean, if we go to, to go to Arkansas, four and two in the league. You've really kind of gotten maybe not fully back on the tracks, mm-hmm. but you've gotten yourself in a much better position than you were. You can make up a ton of ground by sweeping series, and you never want to just predict that. But it just seems like when you do, when you do sweep a series, that you've just really made up a ton of ground. I think that's that would be huge for Mississippi State. Here's my question: Do you like this rotation? Like the no, the setup of it. Me no. neither. I, it should be Smith on Saturdays. I think Preston. it should be Preston Johnson, Smith, and Parker Sinnett on Sunday. Now, I'll be I'll be totally honest with you. I, I could go for Kate Smith on Fridays. Another thing, I, I think you know, I think I, he's going to be your Friday night starter next year. I would go ahead and get the training wheels off. It wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad idea. Sinnett just feels like people, a Sunday guy. I've heard several people say put Sinnett on Friday. Oh no, and just give not. away the game. I I don't understand that. Friday's the game but you people, want the most. Well, and here's the here's the deal. I understand that you know Preston Johnson right now is not not your best guy, but he competes. You need a guy on Friday night, and you can't just – I mean, the state's offense is good enough. They can get on a Friday night starter and put up a lot of runs. You need a guy on Friday that is going to compete with the other team's best pitcher yes. and keep you in the ball game. I, I, want, I want the guy that's going to compete with the best pitcher on the other team and keep me in the game and give my team a chance to win. I don't want to give away that game – and people were saying, well, if you win that game, then you have your best two guys on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, if you somehow sneak away with that Friday. Process. I get that, but I want my best opportunity possible to win on Friday night and to get that first one. Friday night ace is a thing, all right? You want your best guy on Friday, period. I mean, when State, you know, didn't have a didn't have a, a great setup for the, the rotation with Landon Sims, where there was anybody saying, well, let's put Landon on Saturday. No. No, you got to have the guy you feel like gives you the best chance to win. But that being said, yeah, I would have Stinnett on Sunday. Because I feel I, like I'm good with either Preston Johnson or Cade Smith on Friday. I would prefer Cade Smith on Friday and mm-hmm. Preston Johnson on, on uh, Saturday. But I will say, State has one of the better Sunday starters in the league right now. No doubt. No question about that. I mean, that I feel like on Sundays, if Mississippi State can win the first two, they are sitting pretty for a chance to sweep that third one. Yeah. Because the other guy is not going to be – more weekends than not, the other guy is not going to be better than Kate Smith. So, uh, you know, I get that line of thinking there. I just 
I like Smith on either Friday or Saturday. I agree on and, and and I've always just liked the the uh, the the piece it together Sunday. Yes, with whatever you got, but you yeah. do whatever you can you can do to win that Friday and Saturday game. They haven't been high pressure situations, but Jackson Fristo has looked good coming in at the end now, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I, I just think that he's been able to kind of reset his mind. I mean, the Saturday game against Georgia, you can't really put on him. He came in with the bases loaded, and they got a base hit. So I, I don't really blame that on him. Otherwise, had a really good uh, finish against Binghamton in the midweek last week. Was really good against Georgia. Was really good against um, Southern in his last two contests. Struck out all six batters he faced. The slider is starting to get tighter. The velocity on his fastball is ticking up a bit. He was throwing 95 on a Wednesday night. And, you know, a lot of people were worried about that fastball when he was starting, but I just thought it was him trying to take a little bit off to, to find his command a little bit. I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with his arm or anything. He's starting to find himself back there, and I think they're kind of trying to groom him to be a closer. He has closer stuff, mm-hmm. mid-90s fastball, um, a tight slider that he can throw for strikes, yeah. um, and he can get some swing and miss on it too. Uh, so uh, he's got some stuff that you can put him out there, and I think he command he can command a lot better than Mikey Tepper, who probably yeah, has well, some of the best stuff in in the bullpen. But you're just not getting strikes from him. Uh, it really has I, been been tough to watch these last couple of years for Sarantola and now Tepper. These guys can just blow it off the, the, the blow it out of their glove man 97 98 miles an hour but the control is just not there for them i know and i, I don't know what the answer i think it's i think it's mental with a lot of these guys in mississippi state's bullpen i just i think that they're not able to get it together mentally and i think because the talent is there yeah. from these guys are state's not throwing out you know mid 80s Mm-hmm. From the right side, the, these guys are throwing ninety to ninety-five. They're just not able to reel it in for whatever reason. And you know, me and you have been talking good about Drew Talley, and he just got lit up. Yeah, had a rough, rough Southern, game but, Southern. Yeah, you know, he was he was fine the his other ball games. So it's just a focus thing, I think, and guys being confident. When Parker Sonnet is confident, he's one of the more unhittable guys on this pitching staff. When it gets in his head that he can't throw a strike, he's not going to throw a strike. So, uh, you you know when Parker Sinet's confident when he's strutting around on the mound after a strikeout mm-hmm. and strutting back to the dugout, he's he, he's in in good shape out there. But he and Fristo have got to get that confidence. They've got to get that command. And if they do, Mississippi State's going to be in a, in a much better spot. I, I think Fristo has moved in the right direction. Yeah, Stinnett, we felt like was moving in the right direction. He just took a step back. Last weekend, we'll see what happens. Should be good crowds at Diddy Noble this weekend. You know, hopefully that will help the Bulldogs. You know, they, they they need that extra juice. Uh, and the bats, the bats have been going. I think it is it five of the last six now, or four, it's at least four of the last five. The state's been in double figures. You know, going back to last week against Binghamton, uh, and then the two of the three games against Georgia. I guess it's four of the last five, and then obviously uh, Wednesday against Southern, double figure runs. Uh, you know, Hunter Hines, Kellum Clark, those guys are matching. R.J. Yeager. That was your guy preseason you thought could be a big player and, you know, started off so slow. But he started to feel like he's starting to, to slide into a groove here. Cam James had a good has had a good couple of games. His batting average is coming up. State just needs Logan Tanner and, and Luke Hancock to continue to, 
you know, to improve. And, and, and the lineup's going to be fine. Cumbus is fine. You're, you're going to be okay there. And, you know, Tanner Leggett at the bottom, again, I don't feel like you're asking if you get 230, 240, you know, if you're hitting that, you're fine. Just don't be an automatic out. Don't be an automatic I mean, he's not. He, you know, he's a guy – you talk about the word compete. He'll battle. He, he will compete for sure, so. Where, where, big, does, where does Lane Forsythe fit in, man? He's too talented. He's got to. He's got to become a better hitter. You just can't have a guy. You can't have a guy in your lineup. I don't care if he's Ozzie Smith. You can't have a guy in the lineup hitting one thirty. No, you just can't. It's just um, you get the you got one of the best defenders in the league sitting on the bench, and it's, yeah. it's so frustrating because the guy's is so special at shortstop. Yeah, and he just doesn't. He doesn't have the tools at the plate. No. And 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 pitching wise, you know, he's he's really good, but he doesn't really have a, a pitcher's makeup in this league either. Yeah, he's not a tall guy. He's not. He doesn't have that frame. No. But I mean, the dude's humming up there, ninety two, ninety three, or I whatever. He, I think his, his contributions ball. though are going to be on the mound going forward, just because he, he can't hit. He can't until he figure until he becomes a hitter. You, you just can't have a guy in your lineup that we talk about having an automatic out in your lineup. But sometimes we're talking about a guy who's hitting like two thirty, two forty, and you're like, I. But you can't have a guy in your starting nine that's hitting 130. I don't care if he's the best fielder of all time. It is just and Leggett, you know, Leggett will will give you a eight nine pitch at bat, yeah. and he's if good he enough out, defensively. Yeah, he he's not doing anything defensively that hurts you, right? And he'll get up there and battle at the plate. He's not going to be a three pitch strikeout guy. So right. it's just right now it's hard to justify putting Forsyth at the plate because State needs all the runs they can get. Yeah. So no, no but question. But you, you got to. I mean, I I hate to see the dude just sitting on the bench, man. He's so talented. We hope, hopefully, you get it figured out. You know, and we'll see. This should be. I think there's going to be three high scoring games this weekend. I think I think State's going to put some runs on the board against Alabama, and it's just going to be can the pitching staff keep keep Alabama's bats uh, a little quieter? Because I, I I think we could see some you know three games that are all like nine six ten seven kind of games. I, I think there's going to be some offensive duty noble this weekend, especially, you know, the weather's nice. We all know that that park is more of a hitter's park now. I think we could see some, uh, some balls leaving the yard. I, and state, I, needs to, state, needs, state has to win the series and yeah. three games would be huge. Yeah. That three, a sweet, you'd be 16 and nine, right? Now let's say next week you win your non-conference and then you, you get one at Arkansas, right? Now you're 18 and 11. That's a that's that's reasonable, right? Then you have You're what put yourself back in position yeah. a little bit. Then your next two series, correct me if I'm wrong, are both at home against LSU, who has been really Auburn. up and down. Yeah. And then Auburn, who you feel like you can get, you know, you can get at least two from. So if you win, neither one of those guys can pitch or defend well. Right. I mean, LSU has lost they lost again to Louisiana Tech this week. That's twice this season they've lost to to La Tech. So those are, I mean, I know there's the curse of these games in Starbucks against LSU, but you should be able to win those two series. It's just about getting this series, a sweep, like you said, so huge, and then getting one next week at Arkansas, and then you can sort of bring things back into balance. Today on Sports, let me ask you about this real quick before we go. Today on Sports Talk Mississippi, we talked to Kyle Peterson. He said he doesn't think State's out of it for hosting right now. Do you agree with that? It's going to take a, a big effort, in my opinion, to get into the hosting discussion. Yeah, they're going to have to rack up some wins in SEC play. I think 18 could get them, but that's that's going to be tough. It's going to be very close at 18. That's going to be very difficult. Eight, 18 wins in the SEC, you should be hosting. 18 wins. It's the best league in the country. So that's 10 more losses in conference play. 
So that's 19 losses. If you don't lose another conference game, you're what, 30, 37 and 19? You're not a national seed, but you're probably you're hosting. You're, you're in hosting. the 10, 11, 12 range. Yeah. Yeah. You probably are. We'll see. Big series for the Bulldogs this weekend. Hope to see you at Diddy Noble this weekend. If you, if you see me or Robbie, feel free to say hello. I got a, I got a hello tonight. Went out to eat at, at the Golden Horn, which was fantastic. And the, I'm walking out, and the guy cooking my steak was like, hey, are you Brian Hey, Dad? I was like, yeah. He's like, just keep giving Richard Cross hell. I was like, yes, sir. That, that is a, yeah, that I, an order I will accept. Man, I, I get people all the time. They come up to me and, and say they really enjoy our podcast. We appreciate that like, so much, guys. It's so humbling to hear that, that Absolutely. people – that we're, you know, we're part of people's daily yeah. ride to work. Yeah. You know, we, we get them through traffic jams. We get them through work. And, we almost you know, caught just... a couple of wrecks today, I heard, by the way. <laughs> people were talking, when we started talking about the uh, – the situation on Gene's page. Oh man, it's it's been it's I'll been drive a wild, carefully. It's been a wild few days. Yeah. So, all right, guys, Robbie and I'll be back with you on Sunday evening to to recap everything that's happened uh, this weekend for Mississippi State. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Drop the bombshell straight to the track The 21st century killing machine Burned on the inside of five-headed team Now I'm not the same, because you're not the same A Super Talk Mississippi media production.